Welcome to Eventive Entrepreneurs, the podcast for business inspiration, featuring innovative entrepreneurs sharing their stories, best practices, and actionable tips, sprinkled with my favorite topic, event planning advice to build community and grow your business. I'm your host, Sarah Brush. Let's get this party started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, we have a connection expert and event junkie with us, which are both of my favorite topics to discuss. Brittany Barcelos has eight years of experience in the events industry. She's produced and directed thousands of events from large-scale wellness conferences and community markets to intimate dinners and weddings. Her current business was birthed when she combined her deep passion for cultivating connection and community with her dream of moving from behind the scenes to being the one on stage. As a relational leadership coach, she now facilitates deep connection and transformation through one-on-one and group experiences. Hey, Brittany, welcome to the podcast. Hi, I'm so excited to be here because we can jam on this stuff all day. Oh my gosh, me too. It's so fun when we connected, you know, through social media and then just finding out how much we have in common, you know, with the event industry and all of that. So I'm super excited for this conversation. Yes. And actually, um, Lindsay Schwartz connected us, who is also a big community expert. So that's a full circle right there. Oh, yes. And I think I probably talk about her on every single podcast episode because usually the guests have come, you know, through meeting, you know, in her community. So it's pretty fun. Yes. The true expert. (laughs) Oh, definitely. So, hey, let's get started from kind of the beginning. So how did you, you know, get into the event industry and kind of use that as a catalyst into kind of what you're doing with coaching and connection and community now? Yeah, it's such a loaded question um, because (laughs) I look back and there's so many little threads that have led me right here. Um, But the common thread between all of those little dots that I've connected is really events and experiences. And it started literally in high school. I did my senior project on um, events, event management, I was what, like 17 and I wrote my paper on um, the law of attraction. So like these two parts of me that loved creating experiences, but also really uh, understood mindset and my passion for that started very young. And I'll never forget, um, I was at a Wonderlust event, maybe it was 2012, huge event. So if, if you haven't been to one of these, they're like the ultimate kind of wellness, you're outside in the beautiful mountains. But from a production standpoint, it is very impressive, right? They've got uh, Toyota was one of their big sponsors. I'll never forget walking through the vendor uh, booths and being like, whoa. But my mind was buzzing with ideas. Oh, if that person just had their hats out here, I wonder who would come to their booth. Oh, if that person did art displays and let people draw on their canvases, I wonder what what could turn from that. So even then, I just had this love of activation and experiences. And it was Wonderlust that's really solidified that piece, but also the piece around um, 
like really being moved and transformed in an environment. So I was not really like a yogi or anything. And I, I walked into this world like, what is this? But I left feeling different. I left feeling transformed. So from there, I really knew that I needed to create that um, in some way. Now, it took me, I would say, like five years to get to the point where, like I said, I really was ready to be the one creating these transformations through the experiences. But definitely in that period of, of being an event in the event industry, I saw and did it all. And the one thing that always brought me back home was how events and facilitated experiences can really transform people on a somatic level. That is really interesting to hear all of that because I feel like you embody all of that that you just talked about, like looking at events and seeing just those, the things that was little things you were noticing about how they could set up something differently to connect with people and and all of that. And then just also bringing in just kind of, I know you just said you weren't a yogi, but just kind of that movement and that understanding yourself and like all of those pieces. And I feel like that's kind of what you're doing now with all of that combined. I think that's really special. Yeah. You know, thank you for seeing me there. Cause it took, it took a really long time to understand that they could all live together. Right. In business, a lot of the times we're being taught like oh, you're either an event person or you're a life coach, but you can't be both. Or you're a relationship coach, but you can't, like, how can you be an event person and a relationship coach? And so I spent a lot of time trying to decartmentalize all these parts of not just my business, but me. And now that I have found a way to bring them all together, I really do feel like, oh, relationships, connection, community, events, transformation. They really, when you're in the events world, they really all go hand in hand, whether you realize it or not. I don't know if you can relate to that. (laughs) Oh, I definitely do. And I think that's such a good point because I think a lot of times people don't realize that. And, you know, I went through your pilot, one of your pilot programs that you did, and it was really I loved it. It was so different than what I'd ever experienced before, like really bringing all of those pieces together. I mean, we'd be talking about business, but then we'd be taking the time to really go within and like meditate a little bit and just all of those pieces bring something about that I've never experienced before. And I don't think it's very standard in like coaching, business coaching. So I think that you just really, really stand out in the crowd. And I was wondering, when did you decide to get your, um, and I don't know what the official name is, but your relationship coaching certification. Yeah, it's, um, so I got certified in the deep psychology of intimate relationships. Wow. Uh, Yeah. And to be quite honest, um, one, I had no idea starting this, that journey that I would become a coach in it. And two, um, the whole reason I got into it was from my own relationship pain um, with my, my current partner. So we were just facing, I felt connected, but I felt like we could be even more connected. And obviously, because I'm a connection person, that's a high, high value. And so I entered that program just to learn, like, how do I, what are my patternings as a human that are showing up and getting in the way of deeper connection within my relationship? So this wasn't even in the business. 
Um, but as I moved through that program, I realized one, this is not taught, like you don't teach relationships in school. It's really not taught how to deal with conflict, how to deepen, how to be vulnerable and transparent. And then two, I started realizing that I had a deep passion um, to create connection for others. Um, going back to this, you know, always the work that I've done, it's been the bloodline for me. So I would say I got into that. It, it's been maybe about like three years now. It's been a, a process, but I got certified this summer and I had no idea that I wanted to be a coach in relationships. I just knew how important it was to connect and how much that is needed in this world as a foundation. Yeah, and what is your, um, you know, do you have background on, I guess, like movement and dance or, I mean, I just, I just think of that when I think of you and I don't know why, you know, I know that you talk about that and I, you know, I see your photos and it's just, it's just at a different level. Can you talk a little bit about your history in that? Yes. And I'm laughing <laughs> because like hearing you, I'm like, wow, this, this probably really does not make sense to people. I'm like connection, dance, like movement events. But um, again, people, the bloodline is like this connection piece, right? So I knew that I really want to help people deeply connect to themselves and others. And I knew I wanted to do that first by modeling. So movement is just a modality to get you connected within. And for me, when I look at embodied movement, which is really the, the practice that I have also studied under, it's really about getting connected to your visions, to your purpose on a deeper, integrated somatic level in the body because how much I used to always be in the brain like I was a doer I mean and you're in events so like it's go time when it's go time mm -hmm. you have to be structured and organized and I lived so much in the brain and when I tried to develop my business from the brain it just was not clicking and it was not working and I didn't see it connect but when I really started first getting embodied in myself and learning how to move through my body in a deeper way, that's when it really started connecting. And I think that's been a big piece of why you're on the other end saying like, whoa, like there's nothing really like this. And it's because um, that embodiment piece is missing a lot. And for me, movement has been the catalyst. And I love to dance. Like if you know me, if you're like my friend friend, like we become friends on the dance floor always. I'll never forget <laughs> at Event Love, actually. That's how I met two of my like best friends who we meet every day now. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I really do think it all makes sense. Like everything that you're talking about and putting it together and, you know, yeah, a lot of other people aren't doing that because they don't have that training and experience kind of in what you have, but I think it's just next level and it's, it's, really great. So what advice would you give to like our listeners on just how to kind of get in touch with themselves and kind of that embodiment and movement and just love to hear what you'd have to share on that. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming a lot of the people listening are either wanting to run their own business or they are, or maybe they just really want, um, you know, something more in life and to be inspired. And I think the biggest piece 
that I would say is like, really, it starts with you. So whether you're a business owner or a mother, like your leadership literally starts from within. And if you can just focus on that piece, the other things will fall into place. But oftentimes we try to attach to the strategy, to the structure, to the safety, to the formulas. And what that does sometimes, if we're not first embodied, is it, it's just learning. And then for me, it, it just keeps me on the hamster wheel. So I would just say like really get embodied, whatever that looks like or connected to what your values are like me, like what are the things that light you up and can you allow space for them all to live because your business or your life is just an extension of you and really starting from there and then going into the strategy and the structure and the plan. So my mentor calls it um, flow to go. So like, like that. yeah, so balancing, yes, we have that masculine doer structure and we need that to feel safe to execute and to actually make things happen. But make sure you're coming from that flow state first, that embodiment, that connection to that of what you're creating. And that's going to create that sustainable long-term rocket ship that you're craving. Oh, I love that. And another thing I noticed with you is you're very transparent and raw. And I feel like you share a lot of your advice and everything through your stories. Was that always easy for you? And is that something that you feel like is pretty important to do? Like, you know, just to really get into your higher self? Oh man, I love, I love this question because you would see me today and feel like, um, yeah, like it's, I'm so natural and transparent and it comes so easily. But what I really want, want to shed light on is it's taken a lot of inner work to get here. And I used to have a huge storyline um, that I had to have it all together and I had to have it all figured out and I had to come off polished and also like a fear of being too much um, for people. And that was really translating into the way I showed up online. I would cut off my own words. I would come off a little rigid and like really trying to overcompensate and perform. And then, and I realized once I started uncovering the block for me, so like my strategy is I growing up, that's how I got connection. I was performance-based. If I performed well, I got connection and acceptance from others. And so realizing like, oh, that's not really who I am. That's a strategy I've developed in order to get connection. That's when I started really allowing myself to show up how I really wanted, which is just in my truth. And, and just on that note, to kind of put context for people that are listening, a lot of the times we're faced with two needs and that self-expression, the need to feel self-expressed and who we are and the truth of who we are. And then we also have this very strong need for connection because literally if we didn't have connection when we were babies, we would die. Like we mm -hmm. needed our parents. And so a lot of the times these two needs are pulling at each other as we grow older because we want to feel self-expressed, but yet if we have a stronger need to feel connected, 
then we'll never actually allow ourselves to be expressed fully because of the fear of losing connection, of being abandoned, of feeling rejected. And I know a lot of us face this because that was my biggest block without even realizing it. So that's where the work is. That's where it was for me. That's great. And I know that you have just launched a really amazing mastermind program that talks about a lot of the things that, you know, you've been sharing here. Can you talk about that and just kind of let us know what you have put together? Because it is a combination of a lot of the things that we're talking about, plus so much more. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I um, honestly, it's, it's a heartbeat of all the work that I've done to get to this place of being able to be fully expressed in my leadership and in my business. And I mean, I just even creating it, realize that we as leaders don't necessarily need the strategy or the how to's, we need a container that we feel safe in and seen in so that we can be reminded of the truth of who we are. And that's what real leadership is is really connecting to your truth and amplifying it. So the program that I've created is a total immersive program slash mastermind where it's not so much focused on like the how-tos, it's really creating the container so that people can feel really embodied in who they are so that they can become the leader that they are here to be. And that is like, Literally, I get chills just thinking about it. Yeah, it sounds so exciting. And do you want to talk about like the three different, I think there's three main components that's part of your program. And then I know you have some other fun things that you do with like, you know, photography and, you know, all of the kind of little special things that are added in as well. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to share about it. I mean, there's like so many exciting parts because it's such a robust container. Um, The three phases that I really focus on are the three phases that I feel have gotten me to the sustainability behind not only my success, but behind showing up and like feeling okay showing up as me. Um, And the first one is relational foundation. So it's interesting. A lot of programs start with connection to self and there's a lot of self work, but what I don't see ever is the relational aspect. And for me, what I know to be true is the degree in which you feel safe in your environment, in the relationships is to the degree in which you're going to transform or go there in your healing. So we focus on that first. And with my relationship training, I've learned a lot around group facilitation and how to feel really safe in community. And what's cool is The people I'm calling in are likely coaches and leaders and facilitators. So they're also by us modeling it in our container, they're now going to learn how to take those same exact tools and apply them to their groups. Because there's not a lot of group facilitation trainings out there, at least I haven't seen them in this way. So that's like the, the first core phase. And then once we start feeling really safe and seen, and we build that community and connection with others, we're going to dive into the connection to self. And that's where the embodiment work comes in of 
okay, I really want to be a leader, but I'm so afraid to show up online. Okay, well, what's really underneath that? What fear is there and how can we actually get into your body and understand that on a somatic level so we create the shifts that last? Because a lot of the times too, we know it, we know the beliefs, but are we actually changing the pattern in the nervous system? And that is, that's, takes a little bit longer. Like it's not the quick fix, but that's what creates that, that change. So that's that second phase that I'm really excited about. From the embodiment, what's cool is I have it designed to where we're gonna have a retreat, an in-person retreat in between phase two and three. And in this retreat, we're actually going to feel and live out our embodiment through our higher self. So I'm talking like high <laughs> vibe, you have to see this place, I have this villa style uh, Airbnb in the mountains of Colorado. And it is just so divine because I want people to feel that new lived experience. And then from there, rather than feeling the high and then it going away, we're gonna focus on the integration and the amplification piece. So that's the third phase that we're, we're gonna focus on at the retreat and after. But what's cool is during the retreat, the amplification and the integration is going to happen when these women get to be the facilitators at the retreat. So now they're put in the seat to practice, to get confident with the people that they feel safe around. Of course, yeah, they're getting the photos so that literally when we leave that space, they can launch whatever it is that they're looking to create in this world. And that third phase is all about that. And it's also all about how do we integrate all of this like high vibe, higher self energy so that it sticks, so that you don't go home and feel like you're right back to where you started. So really after these three phases, these women will be walking away with both the foundation, the community and the relationships and the plan and the action behind it to literally create their vision or dreams. I love how you laid out the whole program into like, we talked about like a launch pad for whatever business they're gonna do. I know a lot of the people listening may be, you know, looking to start up a business, a mentorship program or a mastermind, and you've done a lot of work already to get yours created. Do you have any tips or just anything that you can share about that process of figuring out like how you wanted to structure this and, just everything that kind of goes into that. Yeah, I mean, the first tip I always think is like, really start putting your focus on figuring out your own energetics, your own business energetics, and what it is about you and your leadership style that is special, and really start working and focusing on that. Um, the second is probably really finding a mentor who is modeling the type of business structure that you want, not the one with all the followers or the answers, but the one who actually embodies the things that you want to create and like link arms with them. I've invested a lot in, in doing that. Um, and then I would say, hmm, I'm just such a big fan of immersive experiences. 
So like whatever you create, think about what is going to give the person the experience so that they feel empowered in themselves um, out of your program and kind of taking the pressure off you. Like you don't have to have all the answers. Maybe all you have to do is facilitate the, cre the container for people to find their own answers. Yeah, those are such great tips. And um, I know you mentioned that, you know, you've been involved in finding those type of like programs to be involved with. How did, you know, have you done a lot of type of masterminds and mentorship programs or, you know, how did that kind of help you? Mm, yes, for sure. Um, <laughs> when I dove into entrepreneurship in 2019, I had already done two programs. But I really, my goal was to just be in the exploration phase and just figure out what sticks. So I went to probably four high level like entrepreneurial events. It literally within like five months, I was like gone traveling doing those. Um, I did event love, which was huge for me and my like understanding. I've, so I, I have thrown myself in a lot. Um, the one thing I would say around that is just finding the programs again and the mentors that resonate with you because there were some experiences where I just felt more confused after. Um, to me, I realized I, I really needed the more of like, I don't know, the big containers didn't really work for me. I needed to be in the masterminds in the smaller rooms where I could be, throw off ideas with people um, but the masterminds and communities has been probably my biggest launching pad. And I've, I have formed those on my own. Like I meet with two girlfriends every week for the past year and a half who we met at event love. So we made the connection at the mastermind. I would have never met them if I didn't. And now we have kind of created our own mastermind out of that. Yeah. I think I heard you talk is one of the women, Kelsey. Yeah. Yes. Who? Yes. Yes. yes I yes. heard you on her podcast before, and I know I've seen some posts with you mentioning, you know, Kelsey. And then I think who is the other woman that you connect with? Jamie. Okay. Jamie. Jamie yeah. And they're both. So they're both from Event Love. And here's the cool thing: every single mentor of mine has originated from that container. And that's what, when you create a powerful event that bridges and births connection within your communities, I'm telling you, every single person I have invested in, I have met with, I've become best friends with, have come from that one event. <laughs> wow. That's, I mean, that's kind of how I feel like a lot of, you know, I've been involved with the Foundress and then Powerhouse Women communities. And I just feel like all of my, you know, connections have stemmed from there and all of the opportunity for collaboration and just going kind of deeper into like what gifts you have and, and how you can support and serve other people. So I completely agree with that. I love that. Yeah. Question on the women that you work with in your program, are they from all different businesses and industries and levels, whether they're, you know, just starting a business or maybe they're kind of, you know, been in business for a while? Um, okay, this is, this is something I've transitioned into and it's that I'm really just calling forth the type of woman or energy that I really want embodied. And so with that, it, it, it doesn't even matter where they're at on their journey. It's like, they really want 
want to grow and go deep. But what I have found is it's the leaders who know that they're meant to lead and be in the truth of who they are. And they're just trying to navigate what that looks like and how to birth that into a full-time business. But, you know, there's also some ladies who are kick but leaders in their <laughs> industry, like top level women who are bosses that need help connecting back to them, their feminine and their flow. So it's, it's a range, but there's definitely some commonalities to it. That's great. And do you have, um, I know you've given us so many amazing tips. Um, do you have any other tips around just kind of mindset um, mm -hmm. and just kind of getting people where they need to be to, to think bigger? Yeah. So it's interesting because mindset to me sometimes again, pops me back into the head. Mm -hmm. And when I'm in the head and in the mindset, I'm limited in a way. So I would say like combine your mindset and your strategy and your beliefs with the inner work of really um, exploring where that lives in your body somatically, these beliefs, these experiences, these traumas, because that's really when the mindset work starts clicking, um, when you connect to it on a deeper somatic level. And you can get coaches that focus on that. Yeah, that's really good. And I mean, I think that is, it's just, I don't think about that. I do just think about mindset. So bringing in that whole embodiment piece is just a whole different way to look at things. And I completely can see how that would make such a difference. Love that. I mean, for me, just because I, I feel more connected when I'm connected in my body. Um, and I, when I create from that place, it's just insane how much easier and how much it flows and how less I have to try. So um, that's just my way. And mindset is definitely important too. So like, how can you toggle between the two and balance with both? Yeah, that's really good. And I think this is a good reminder for me because I used to do yoga every single day. Um, it was such a mind, body, spirit experience for me and just kind of helped me in all areas. And I think with, you know, 2020, I started doing a lot more running instead of going to the gym and doing yoga. Um, but this conversation is just kind of reminding me how I need to get back um, into that as well, just because I do feel like a lot of times when I'm running, I'm thinking, I'm in my mind, I'm figuring out what I'm going to do next. And then when you're doing yoga or you're meditating, you're just really like, in your body and just letting things come up that need to come up. So um, I know yoga is kind of a different topic than exactly what we're talking about, but it really is a good reminder for me. Yeah, it's that same exact concept. And this, um, my mentor, Andy, um, says this very well. It's like, as soon as we attach like a result to it, or we're trying to get something out of it, like maybe you're running so that you can be in shape or that because you have to like think things through in your mind, it takes away the potency of the being in the receiving. And so anyone who's listening, whether it's yoga, whether it's movement, whether it's taking a bath, like how can you put into your schedule, especially if you're a doer and more in that results oriented space, how can you um, rebuttal it with just simple things that are, that have no end result or that are just to enjoy the pleasure of being in the experience. So that's what might be a good start. For yeah, people. that is, 
That is so good. Thank you for sharing that. So I love this conversation. I have learned so much just in this short time that we've talked. Um, and I just can't imagine like the amazing things that the women are going to get from your program. And just even just following you is just like, I just love it. Like it just makes my day. And I just, I love your energy and your vibe. And, you know, how can our community get in touch with you and support you and, you know, also connect on your program? Yes. Thank you for asking. Thank you for seeing me. Um, so I will, hmm, do you have a link in your Yes, podcast? I can put everything into the show notes. Okay. So in the show notes, you're going to have a, just a quick, like, uh, forum that can start the conversation about my program. So that's going to be starting in mid April. Uh, so I would love if anyone feels like, yes, I need this. This is me. This would help amplify my leadership and my business. Um, just fill that out. I'll just probably do like email name. And then to actually just follow me on my journey, you can find me on Instagram. That can also be in the show notes, but it's Brittany.Barcelos. And I would love if you DM'd me or tell me what you got from this episode so I know where you're coming from. Yes, that would be great. And you can also, you know, post something on Instagram and your stories and tag us and we'll repost it. And um, I think there's just so much uh, value that you provided, Brittany. So thank you so much. Yes, thank you. It was such a blast. And, you know, anyone who's listening, just know that there's such beauty in experiences. So if all else fails, go back to your own experiences and work from there. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at Event of Brush and in our private Facebook group where we continue this conversation. All of these details are listed in the episode notes. Your time is valuable and I appreciate that you spent it with me.